0: From 99.9 The Fan, this is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Kickoff celebration. I guess it's kickoff eve today, so it's like, you know, holiday celebration on the eve of. State at UConn, tomorrow. The NC State-University of Connecticut game, tomorrow is is... Lining up, right? The the more and more I, I zero in on on this this matchup. By the way, if you want to zero in on this matchup, Pack Therapy Pod, the latest episode uh, of the Pack Therapy Podcast is out now. Everywhere you can find podcasts, uh, myself and and Pack Legend Mike Glennon are joined by UConn Legend Dan Orlovsky, who you see on ESPN all the time tell some stories about his playing days that are are pretty funny when it involves uh, playing against NC State. So uh, you want to check out that podcast, find it everywhere podcasts can be found, and be sure to subscribe when you're there. And it's on YouTube. And it's on YouTube. Already there. Already on YouTube. And subscribe while you're there as well. It's our 99.9 The Fan YouTube. This could be a bit of a bully ball matchup. The more and more I look at it, right, because the the – one side, when when the state offense is out there, everyone's eyes are going to be on Brennan Armstrong and Robert Nye and, and and what that offense does, and and rightfully so. When the other units are on the field, when UConn's offense is on the field and State's very high-powered defense is on the field, the the strength-on-strength matchup is kind of interesting. In that, I looked up, uh, you know, went and did my deep dive into watching UConn games from a, a season ago. Uh, their entire season turned around with their running game when they decided we're not even going to pretend to think our passing game is is effective, right? Sometimes coaches do the whole, like, you got to run the ball to throw the ball. You got to throw the ball to open up the run. You need to have balance. And then occasionally you see a coach just go, listen, they watch film of us. They know we can't do that. So let's just do this, right? Why are we pretending that we have to, you know, throw it every fourth play just to keep them honest when they're not being kept honest at all anyway? So when they decided they were just going to run the ball, it started working. And that's kind of when they turned things around, started looking like a different team, ended up bowl eligible. They have four starters returning on that offensive line. They have uh, two of their best running backs, two of their leading rushers, Victor Rosa and Devontae Houston are back. And it is kind of a true committee. They, They don't have like a bell cow. UConn is going to try to shorten the game and make it a fist fight. Now, that is a risk because they're they're going into a fist fight with a team that's comfortable there, right? The, the NC State defense is not one that's like, fist fights? Never heard of them. They're, they're like, sure, let's do it. But that's kind of why I love this matchup, right? UConn is going to look in and say, hey, guess what? They don't stop the ball after first downs anymore or stop the clock after first downs anymore. We're a running team. They have an offense that, if you look at what Anai and, and Armstrong did in the past, can put up points. So we don't want them to have that opportunity, uh, let, let's go ahead and make this a fist fight and slow it down. Now, on the other side, Tony Gibson, the defensive coordinator for for State, who has led a very good defense over the years, called the defensive line for the Wolfpack this year the best he has ever coached. That's pretty good. He's coached some good ones here at State. He's coached yeah. at Michigan. He's, he's been around the block a few times. The linebackers are led by Peyton Wilson, obviously. It's a pretty good one to be led by. Studd. New guys, Jalen Scott and, and Devon Betty, they're gonna to look to replace Drake Thomas and Isaiah Moore. So I get that you could look at that and say, oh, that's a lot of production to replace. But Scott's going into his fifth year in Raleigh. He's Bet- played a lot, too. Betty's going into his fourth year. So these guys are it's not like they're wide-eyed freshmen, right? They're the, the older and more grizzled you get, the more comfortable you are in those 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 bully ball fights.
1: And something Dave Dorn spoke about earlier this week because of COVID, some guys staying an extra mm-hmm. year, some of these guys that normally would have played last season or the year before kinda had to wait their turn a little bit longer. So these guys are ready to go.
0: So so I love that UConn's gonna come out and try to run the ball. Because the state's gonna be sitting there going, do it. And that I mean that's like the 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 moment where you recognize. like um there's a moment if you've ever seen like a first of all, I don't advocate fighting in these situations ever. It's always kind of a dumb thing and it's always arguing over nothing. But you like you ever been like a stadium or something and you see two guys start to to scream and yell and posture. Yeah. And you're like, oh, gosh, what are we going to do here? But then you see the moment where they both, like, put their fists up. And it's like, oh, okay, they're both in on this, right? The, neither of them are, are going to cry like, oh, I didn't know you were going to swing, right? It's like everybody's involved now. UConn and State, I believe, when UConn's offense is on the field, everybody is aware of what's going on, right? Nobody's going to be like, you sucker punched me. It's like, no, you were standing there, you were staring at him, you had your fists up. Now it's who's, who's going to win the fight, right? Now it's uh, is that defensive line that Tony Gibson ta- is talking about, is that vaunted enough to, to swallow up the run with just the front guys and a couple linebackers, right? That, that uh, kind of three three five look that he throws at you. And if you're UConn, you want to be a, a running team that's like, oh, we don't have to throw the ball or, oh, you know, we our bread is buttered in the run game. Guess what you're going to have to do? Run the ball against good defenses. Right, you can't just have your identity only against bad teams. You need to have your identity against everyone on your schedule. That's when you know you've you've arrived and UConn is trying to arrive. Right? I mentioned that we have Dan Orlovsky, a former UConn great and ESPN personality on, on the Pack Therapy pod this week that I that I host. You can find it everywhere podcasts can be found. He talks about how over the last two years under Jim Moore, the program has has kind of grown to look more like a traditional college football program well guess what you want to be a a traditional power five level even if you're not power five college football program state's a good test for that that defense is a good test for that because they'll they'll make a group of five defense look like a a group of five defense if you know what i mean or offense i should say their defense will make the opposing team you know it's it's a litmus test Right, if you're jumping up a weight class, they're they're heavyweight. But I do love the idea of just, you know, uh, uh, like a fastball pitcher and a power hitter. I'm gonna try to throw it 102 by you. I'm gonna try to hit this into the third row of the stands, or third deck of the stands. Even, uh, l- l- let's see what happens. Don't throw me your your knuckle curve. Like that's not what you do. I don't think UConn's gonna be trying to do that, and I think State's gonna be sitting, you know, dead red on the fastball. It's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. It's tomorrow, by the way. I don't know if I've said
1: that. I'm very I'm excited. Pumped. It's tomorrow. Real football that matters. Tomorrow. I just love how we're going in just completely unknown. Like no one knows what to expect. You and I talked about it yesterday about how state new quarterback and new offensive mm-hmm. coordinator they know each other, but it's a completely <laughs> different supporting cast around them. So there has to be a lot of vouching in that
0: situation. Tons, where Robert and Nye is like drawing up something crazy on the whiteboard, and all the other players are looking at Armstrong. He's like, "Just trust me. He's like, he's
1: good. No, just give it a
0: minute. He'll be like, good. He'll land the plane. Just give it a minute."
1: Yeah. It, so there's just there's so much unknown. It, it's funny because the only team in the triangle that we actually truly know going in is like Riley Leonard back at Duke, and they have the same offensive coordinator yep. back. So that's the only like consistent. That thing that we're actually seeing this season in this state, I guess you could say, outside of maybe Wake, because Mitch Griffiths has been there, but he's been sitting behind Sam Hartman. It's the same offensive coordinator for the last like 12 years. It's, it's,
0: first of all, Mitch Griffiths is a known ish. Like, I'm not giving yeah. him known. He's, he's unknown. But even, even Duke, Riley Leonard, and, and, and that offense are not, even if they return everybody, like, you know, there's a big difference between being 19 and being 20. Yeah. There's a big difference between being 20 and being 21. There's a big difference between sneaking up on people and being the hunted. There's a big difference in a lot of this. And uh, and obviously that applies to tomorrow night for both State and Wake. Are you ready to buy or sell your home? One of the things I really like about the head coach of the the NC State Wolfpack is that he's kind of straight out of central casting for a football coach. Like he he is a football guy, right? He's he's. I know he probably likes all of his players the same, but he's got a special spot in his heart for the guys in the trenches. You know what I mean? Like like if if it, the the he puts up with the skill positions in order to coach the trenches, that sort of deal. Uh, which which. Again, I appreciate it. I think that's what coaches should be, right? The, the, the skilled positions get enough glory and adulation from everywhere outside of the facility. They don't necessarily need the the appreciation from the, from the head guy. Um, and that's why this NC State-UConn game tomorrow is going to be so darn fascinating. Because in most cases, right, the, the, the shift of football in, in, I mean, just college overall, has been further and further from like tough hard nosed football and more and more to like the beautiful game right let's let's throw it around let's have finesse let's be a run and gun sh- uh, uh run and gun air raid all the different words that we use for it west coast i think tomorrow night's game state and yukon maybe it's not going to go back to like 1997 Maybe it's not going to go back to 94 where Emmett Smith's going to have 35 carries, but but I think it could go back to, like, 2012, right, where where UConn's going to be like, we're going to try to run the ball and keep it out of your hands, and State's going to go, well, we've got a, a very talented defensive line, and we love our linebackers, so good luck. And, and there, there's something football about, like, knowing what the other team wants to do. Knowing that they know what you want to do, and you're just going to see who does it better, <laughs> right? It's, it's uh, you know, the, the again, going back to the offensive line thing. My offensive line coach in college used to explain being an offensive lineman is this, taking somebody else and moving them somewhere against their will. And and that's just that's all it is. That's the, it's, but it also, is there anything more like empowering than two people standing against each other and one person saying, I'm not going to let you move me over there. And one guy saying, I'm going to move you over there. And that's it. <laughs> right? No, no strategy. It's not a big like, I'm going to trick you into going over there. It's I'm just going to physically take my body and move yours over there. And I think when UConn has the ball, it's going to be that like out in the open, like a, like a duel, right? Let's not, let's, let's just me and you middle of the road Sunday at noon. How does that work? Right. Our offensive line, this is UConn talking against your defensive line, our running backs against your linebackers. What do we think? Like. Uh, eight-ish, eight-ish on, on Thursday. Is that what we're looking at? Like, let, let's let's meet in, in Hartford, Connecticut. Deal. See you then. Like a middle school fight, right? After school by the dumpsters, three o'clock. There, there's something just football about that. It's like the moment in a basketball game where, ISO, ISO, clear out, clear out. All right, we know what's going to happen here. That guy thinks he can beat that guy. Now, if if I had to guess, NC State is gonna beat that guy. Mm-hmm. Right? They're fifteen point favorites. But there is an element of uh a puncher's chance if you if you if you just challenge them in the ring, right? You're probably like if you're UConn, you're probably not gonna outrun, you're probably not gonna outskill NC State just by looking at uh you know, like their physical makeups, right? Size, speed, raw ability. NC State has more of it than UConn. So it's probably in their best interest to just say, let's meet in the middle and duke it out. Now, if you're State, you want to win those, those as well. And the irony is State usually is that team, right? Like in the ACC where you have all these high-flying name, image, and likeness, big money uh, programs with their high-flying quarterbacks, usually State's like, let's make this muddy, Right? We're more comfortable in the in the muck. So let, let's go ahead and, and, and make this into a, uh, a gritty, grindy matchup. That's what they do in the ACC. So it's kind of funny that a team might use that against them. But they'll be very comfortable there because it's what they, they do in the ACC. Uh, like we said yesterday, uh, you know, I, I, I think NC State should win this one. I think they should, like like kind of handily. If you just look at it on paper, they should take care of business. But week one is full of unknowns. You're not sure what, what UConn's putting together as far as a program build under Jim Mora. You're not sure what to expect as far as a new quarterback. There's there's some unknowns built in. But uh, I would be surprised if, if NC State doesn't win it by two scores at least.
1: I think it's going to be a little bit more of a struggle early for NC State in this one because, again, we just don't know what their offense is going to be. And, frankly, I bet they're, they don't know what their offense is actually truly going to be. They have an idea of who they want to be. But they haven't played anybody yet. At least we know with with their defense at NC State, we know the system that they run. We know a lot of the personnel that's returning, even though they did lose a lot. I know, yeah, Drake Thomas, mm-hmm. uh, Isaiah Moore, Tanner yep. Angle, those guys are gone, but there's still a lot of returning. We know what they do defensively. But offensively, we just don't know, again, who they are. We don't know how long it's going to take them to find their rhythm on offense, get all the timing down, playing against somebody else. So it might be a little bit of a struggle early for State. Like, it might be a – seven point game at mm-hmm. halftime or even a three point game at half, but I think they will eventually pull it away just because they just got better dudes. Let's be real. <laughs> like the NC State's dudes are just better than UConn's dudes. Simple as that. And and with the offense early on,
0: if they're trying to you know figure out what they're gonna be and figure out their identity, I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. If it's close at halftime, second half, like running back power to the right. Yeah. Right? Just be bigger, be stronger. Uh Concepcion, it might be a lot of that early. Lasane beat your guy one on one deep. Like like don't overthink things because you are you and you kind of have that ability to just be the better team. For the ones who work
1: hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call